thousand percent know what I'm going to say. We thought we were having a rejuvenation, a renaissance like Beyonce, but we are not. Um, what did I do two in a row? And then I took a whole month off again. In my defense, a bitch was busy. I have not had a free weekend since the last weekend in June. And then someone was asking me when my next free Saturday is. And I said, I will literally see you in September. So between all the travels, all the concerts, all the baby showers, and by baby showers, I mean bridal showers, I continue to be hella fucking busy. So if you are new here, welcome. You can expect lots of inconsistencies. You can expect a lot of nothing. Excuse me. You can expect me burping into the mic, stumbling over my words, thinking I'm funny when I'm clearly not. But really, anything, everything, the title says it all. Whatever Laura wants. I am Laura. This is whatever. Shall we dive into some things before I start to tell you about all the things I've been up to? Uh, First of all, I think the most important thing that we absolutely have to start with, because I know it got rave reviews last time, what's been happening on Broadway with Funny Girl? I am so happy that you asked. You may recall last episode, I think I talked for about half the episode about all of the Leah Michelle, Funny Girl, Beanie Feldstein, Jane Lynch drama that was occurring Beanie has officially made her exit. We have seen footage from Leah Michelle's Instagram. She is deep into rehearsals. Julie Banco, I believe that's her last name. She is the understudy for Beanie, and she is taking over for this, I think, a month-ish while Leah Michelle is learning everything. But also seeing rave reviews about her as well. I creeped on her Instagram a while back. Think she looks delightful, don't know too much about her, but she is getting rave reviews. Alas, you are no Leah Michelle. But uh, it is happening. Also, Jane Lynch has made her exit already. I think when this comes out, she will already be done. She will be moving on. I have been seeing lots of Jane Lynch tweets that have been making me laugh. The other one I saw the other day was something to Jane Lynch is the Wario to Jamie Lee Curtis. I think it's so funny. I cannot help it. But there has recently been an article that came out where Jane Lynch was talking about her departure from Funny Girl. And she did give a quote about why she is leaving Funny Girl and if it was in regards to her lovely Glee co-star, Leah Michelle. Her quote is as follows. I don't hate Leah or Broadway. No, I'm leaving the show early because I'm going on vacation. (laughs) Have you ever had to secure a cabana, a lounge chair? It's pretty hard, so I need time for that. Jane Lynch is also a busy bitch. A bitch is tired. She wants a break. She's like, I've been doing this for however long. I had a great run. Very happy with how it went. Don't need to jump along on the Leah Michelle stuff. I don't remember the actress who is replacing Jane Lynch, but I feel like I was also excited about her as well. You know what we could do? Look it up right while I'm sitting here. Because I'll just go to Leah Michelle's page. Also, Leah's been posting the most adorable content on Insta. Um, her in front of the funny girl, August Wilson, Marquis, saying a dream come true. And then like a flashback of when the Glee photo shoot was taken. Jonathan Groff hugging her in front of the funny girl, Marquis. Everything is just too cute. And I'm very excited for her. 
Okay, uh, Mrs. Bryce, a.k.a. the Jane Lynch, is Tova Feldsha, and I am sure I butchered the absolute shit out of that, but uh, very excited about, I feel like we know her from things. She has one of those faces, but could I give you an example of what she's actually been in? No, of course not. So, uh, things are happening the new cast is in, the old cast is out, there is no drama that we know of. And I was listening to another podcast that talked about Leah Michelle recently, and they said, if Leah Michelle is actually such a terrible person, don't you think everyone would have shunned her by now? Everyone would have not been friends with her? How can sweet, wholesome Jonathan Groff be her best friend, stand beside her if she's such an awful person? And this is obviously a Leah Michelle Stan podcast. All the trips I've gone on, I think except one, I have forced people into discussing this topic with me. Everyone has been fairly willing. Uh, shout out to Keela. She got married three weeks ago. Everything's running together. I will do a full recap of that wedding as well. Lovely, delightful. Cried my eyes out. But uh, Keela is my junior high, bestie for the restie, Bon Jover theater, all of that good stuff. And I had to ask her what she thought about the Leah Michelle stuff. Uh, and she and her now wife said, well, Leah Michelle was great in Glee the first two seasons, and now she can't sing anymore. Um, I was like, ah, I kind of disagree. The girl is still getting really great parts and roles and... I don't know. I still stand by what I said before that she at least is like a authentic, authentic. We also make up words here. Broadway actress, authentic from her upbringing. Still would be happy to go see her in Funny Girl on Broadway. We're going to change topics before I quit stumbling over things. Now that was your Broadway five minute recap. Let's move on to something probably more people care about. Tragedy has clearly struck. Um, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian broke up. This is one of those things that not that I did not care about it. I thought it was kind of interesting. I really thought they might last longer than this. It sounds like from the things I'm seeing circulating the internet, it was fairly mutual. Things had been slowing down. Nothing crazy happened. It the ending was smooth and natural, quote unquote. They're also never going to get back together. His schedules got so busy. Everyone's bummed about the breakup, of course, but they had a lot of fun together, but it feels like it ran its course. People keep saying it's an amicable split. They discussed ending the relationship. It wasn't sudden. It was mutual. Not in the cards. I liked this for both of them, just because I feel like after Kanye, Kim definitely needed someone a little more down to earth. Not that I would call Pete Davidson the most relatable, but he was not such a crazy in his giant, he's a God kind of way. And I kind of liked them together. Did I care about it? Not necessarily, but along these same lines when they broke up, uh, I was sent my favorite TikTok recently, which is somebody going around the PGA tour to the golfers, breaking the news to them saying, what do you think about Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian breaking up to no one's surprise? They all said, don't care who, what don't care. Don't care. Could care less. And I'm like, this is the kind of PGA reporting that I personally need in my life. Granted, you were having the whole PGA tour versus live tour controversy happening everywhere. 
in case you're wondering what my household thinks of it, Grant thinks pro live to her all day. He likes the drama. He likes how they're showing things better when you watch them on TV. To me, it looks more like a video game layout, but he likes that you can see what everyone is doing on every hole at the same time. There's less commercials in the PGA. The PGA is also being really shitty about things. Going back on their word things, there have been some lawsuits about people playing, about where their world standings and what cups they can and can't qualify for. I'm sure I'm butchering all of this language. Uh, Carrie, I know you're listening, and I'm sure Sam has gone into depth talking to you about this. But Grant is pro live tour. He knows someone who knows someone who works for the live tour. So he has obtained a live golf hat. He wears it all the time. He's also going to a live tour event in September. It's in Chicago. He's very excited about this as well. Oh, that's what I was going to say. They, the PGA also tried to talk about how this was an insult to 9-11 survivors that the live tour is coming with all this Saudi Arabia blood money. And I'm like, this is an odd, the audacity of the PGA tour to throw 9-11 victims into this whole fray when it has literally nothing to do with them. Sorry, they have a lot of money and they wanted to fund something different. So my only comment on that. Um, I don't know. Golf is golf. I like that there's something more interesting going on. My girl, Jenna Sims. She's married now to Brooks Kepka. He, surprise, surprise, moved over to live to her. I feel like several people have jumped over that Grant has been into recently. I don't know. I digress. How did we get here? Yes. Uh, that's the kind of golf content I want to personally see. Talk to me about celebrity breakups. Talk to me about things that are happening. Weddings, fashion choices, scandals, controversies. I want to know what all these PGA players think because I feel like it'd be hilarious because they obviously would have almost no opinion, but I just think it's funny. All of this to say, good luck, Kim. Good luck, Pete. Not sure what he thinks about his tattoo. What is that? My girlfriend's a lawyer, something a lawyer. I don't know. He has so many tattoos at this point. Does it really matter? But... Ladies, good luck. You wanted Pete Davidson to be single. Now is your time. I wish you well. I think Kim Kardashian needs to take a minute for herself, honestly. That's what I'd like for you, Kim. I think you need to focus on your own journey. Be single for a while. Not date anyone. Just have this moment to be you. Also, should I watch the Kardashians on Hulu? I was not really into the original show. I've seen some stuff here and there. But I have not yet committed to Kardashians on Hulu. I don't know. Let me know what I should do. Final thing in pop culture, which is very, very sad. Olivia Newton-John, a.k.a. Sandra D. from Grease, the movie, has passed away. She passed away at the age of 73. She had breast cancer. I did not know any of this. Supposedly, she passed away with her friends and family all around her. But honestly, just so sad. The amount of celebrities like Kristen, not Wig, Chenoweth, thank you. Kristen Chenoweth posted a tribute. Jane Lynch, I again, all the Glee tie-ins. So, um, very sad day. 73, obviously too young. Probably need to watch Grease recently. 
to commemorate. Although I do know a girl who loves Grease 2 more than Grease. Have I ever seen Grease 2? Not all the way through, but she stands by it and she posted the other day that she was going to do Grease 2 songs at karaoke, which I feel like is a very bold choice, but you do you, girl. So if you want to honor Olivia Newton-John, bust out some Grease, maybe not Grease 2, have yourself a day. Rest in peace, Olivia Newton-John. Okay. Um, before I get into all of my personal things that have been happening, I do have one more pop culture-ish related thing that has been taking the internet, specifically TikTok, by storm. It is called Vabbing. Um, if you have not heard of Vabbing, I'm going to read you the ever-trustworthy source, Urban Dictionary's Dictionary. Well, I did not read this before I opened it, so here we go. <clears throat> per Urban Dictionary, when she is broke and can't afford Gucci, she's always got that Gucci couture. Free, all-natural pheromone perfume made from her vagina that she rubs into the sensitive spots to attract a mate for the night. I would like to read you the examples they give of how to use it in a sentence. But it is not great. So we're going to... Also, this is apparently an old thing. Okay, little history. It was going around on TikTok. This girl posted all about how she did it, how it was very successful. Um, She explains you dab it on your wrist and the back of your ears. Put it on surfaces that don't touch other things. Don't rub your wrist. Uh, obviously the idea is that your pheromones will go into attracting another partner for you. Um, she says that she tried it every day. Men. Oh, okay. So she, she tried it every day after men kept approaching her after the first time. She says it a hundred percent works. She got offered two free drinks at the pool. A guy literally came back and gave her something, a gift. So now it's going around. Of course, doctors are saying how this is even a real thing if it does actually work. Mixed reviews there. But I was thinking this came out recently. But per back to Urban Dictionary, um, this definition goes back to 2019. So I don't know where I have been. Uh, Maybe it's a good thing that I did not know about this. Because also... Just, oh, here's another one from 2013. Did I say 13? Sometimes I also can't read on this podcast. I can't talk. I can't read. Why do I have it? You're asking great questions. Back to vabbing. Vabbing? Vag, vaginal dabbing? Vabbing? That's got to be the right thing. Also, apologies in advance to anyone, specifically Grant's mom, that is learning far too much information about things she does not want to know about. Uh, I will put your mind at ease for all of you and Grant's mom. I have not personally tried this. I just have so many questions. Why? How? I mean, I get why, but I don't get why. Doctors are warning against the viral trend. Obviously, you can increase. What? Okay. Interesting. Make it. Hmm. The one video has 13 million views. 
So I don't know. People are saying maybe don't do it. Maybe just not, don't be disgusting and rub things all over where they shouldn't be. Obviously easy to get an infection is what doctors are saying. I don't know. This is one of those things, again, I would like to know if anyone I know has done this. Please feel free to tell me anonymously. I will not out you. I just also need to know if it has worked. Uh, Not because I am trying to attract a man, per se, but uh, as someone who has been traveling a lot lately, your girl could use some free drinks. So anything I can get to to the free, anything I can get free without having to actually put more effort or my own wallet into, I am pro. So... If you have tried this, please let me know. If you have seen any other videos of this that people have talked about, success stories, horror stories, all that stuff, no, I am still not on TikTok, uh, please also send them your way. I will definitely take a peek. But here is your dictionary lesson for the day, for the week. I'm sorry, and you're welcome. All right. In my personal life, um, I think the most exciting thing is, maybe not the most exciting thing. So many things have been exciting. I don't even know how to rank all this stuff. But Adrian, best friend, she is getting married. She has set a date. February is the time. We are going to look at wedding dresses here very, very soon. But she asked me to be her maid of honor. Uh, no one is surprised. That bitch knew she better make me maid of honor. But very excited. Very happy. I actually had a dream the other night about a murderer being at her wedding. So obviously I know that her wedding is top priority in my head. My subconscious really wants your wedding to be successful, Adrian. I don't think we know anyone who would be on the murder kind of scene that might ruin the day. But uh, never fear. I am ready for anything and everything. And we have a lot of planning to get done in, what, six months, basically? I think we're almost exactly at six months. So... All the wedding stuff, all the wedding planning. I'm very excited. We're going to Chicago this next weekend, and we're going to go try on wedding dresses there. The first official appointment is this week, of course, with her mom. I love wedding things. I love wedding things forever. You guys know this about me. But I'm officially a maid of honor. Very excited. Congratulations, Adrian, once again. Along the same lines, but absolutely not, uh, one of our friends from David's Bridal back in the day posted recently a photo of her child. Why is this important? Her child is seven years old, seven, and this is someone that we used to hang out with all the time. You know, when your coworkers were someone, you see them every single day, you're hanging out, you're doing things outside of work, happy hours. We were young, we were in our early 20s, whatever. We went to her wedding. Then she had a baby, and you know what we were going to go do? Meet that baby. Do you know what we absolutely never did? Went to go meet that baby. That baby is not a baby anymore. It is seven a seven-year-old child. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I understand that friendships grow apart and people get busy, but I was slightly horrified when I realized that it had been seven years since we promised to go meet this brand new newborn baby. And then we did not ever get it coordinated, get it planned. She had a different job. We had a different job. Now she has a second baby. 
I don't know. Social media is great, but then also not to make it about me also makes you feel kind of shitty because I'm like, cool. We never reached out. We never did this. And now I can't, not that we can't, but is it weird after seven years to be like, hi, your baby is not a baby anymore. He's a full ass kid. We probably should meet up and catch up. So sorry it didn't happen literal seven years ago. I don't know. Just my own thoughts of the day about social media and the good and bad. Also good and bad on social media. We've talked about this before, I think, but it has come up recently yet again. It never really stopped. I feel like my algorithm people just don't do it as often. Crying in your videos. I am not a crier. I cry minimally, I feel like, compared to a lot of people, specifically Adrian. But I have never understood the filming yourself while you're crying. Do we really need to see this? I don't think so. Does it make you more relatable? I also don't think so. I just think it's awkward. I guess my first reaction when I'm starting to cry is not, wow, I really need to make content for this. Granted, it is not my job. I am not paid for it. But I don't feel like crying on camera. It feels not like a sympathy ploy. I mean, you are sad. You are trying to get relatable things, content. But I just don't get it. People have been doing it a lot lately. I follow one influencer and she was talking about her month recap, I think, for July. And was talking about how it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. And then it was a full-on, like, minute-long video compilation of her crying into the camera. I think there was music over it and she had a little bit of a caption. But it was just like how hard and rough and how straining the month is. But then the end had a majestic ending and I think they got a house finally but it was just emotional abuse i think is the word she used in it and again i get it it's not my job but like i don't want to see people cry on their instagram it seems fake even though i know it's not and it also makes me a mean person but i feel like we could just lock it up a little bit thank you okay we are quickly going through this episode, I feel like today, I am going to recap slightly my chip to chip, my trip to Charleston. My cousin Emily is getting married in September. I went to Charleston with my three cousins. And then my there's I have six cousins, three cousins are girls. And then the three boy cousins also have wives. So it was the wives, the cousins and me. It was so much fun. I had never been to Charleston before. I was very excited about all the sites, specifically all the food. We had an amazing time the first night. You know, we just got there. We played games. Uh, I have a brand new, we made a drinking game out of this dice game. Zero regrets. We got pizza, just chilled. The first day, we went to this super good brunch, bottomless mimosas. I had grits because we're in the South, as you do. Walked back to the house, got ready. It was our day to kind of relax in the afternoon, go around, take some cute photos. We had to hit up all the tourist spots, Rainbow Row, Pineapple Fountain. Then we went to a rooftop bar and had some really good drinks. Of course, I have posted photos of absolutely nothing. Then we went to, where did we go? Oh, we went to this really good uh, chicken place for dinner. Emily's obsessed with chicken strips. Naturally, I had to get oysters. Me with my steak. Everyone else got chicken strips. It was fine. The chicken strips were actually delicious. 
ran across the street, went to this dessert bar, had a spiked shake that was to die for. That was probably a mistake, though. You know, I got real full on that boozy ice cream real fast, and this was supposed to be our heavy drinking night. (laughs) Went to a bar that had some live music. Went to another bar. This amazing three-story, four-story, I don't know, it's called Henry's. Shout out to Elena and Elise for planning and picking this place. Every level had a different vibe. So it was like a rooftop patio, very chill, kind of secluded back room, very cozy couches, maybe acoustic kind of guitar. And then it had the rock band on the dance floor. And then just kind of other areas you could sit all in between. So much fun. All the dancing. That was our big night out. The next day, we had a booze cruise boat tour. We luckily were the only group on the boat, so it was a lot of fun just to be the, what, six, seven of us hanging out with the captain and his assistant, chugging seltzers, curing the hangovers, showing us, here's where Outer Banks is filmed, which I still have not watched, talking about how the Southern Charm cast is actually hated, aka crushing for me. We'll get to more of that in a moment. But we did the boat cruise. Then it was time for lunch. And here's where things took a turn. I probably should have saved more time for this story. It's my own podcast. I can talk as long as I want. Anyway, we went to lunch and we had noticed that Craig of Southern Charm fame, who was famously dating Paige DeSorbo, my absolute idol from Summer House, he posted on Instagram they were going to ha- they were going to have a Christmas in July sale, whatever, shindig at his pillow shop, which, sewing down south, could not remember the name of it, for the life of me. So, we were going to have this Christmas in July, and it said Santa might be visiting. Being the smarties that we are, we're like, Craig is Santa, Santa is Craig, is he going to be here? We check his Instagram again. Like 20 minutes before we sat down to eat, he was like, hey, I'm at Sewing Down South. And we're like, fuck yeah. So my cousin's wife, Erin, we're super into it. We ask our other, I don't know what you call, not cousin-in-law? Is that the right term? Cousin-in-law. Your cousin's wife? Sure. She's into it. She decides she's not going to go. Don't worry. We checked with the bride. We're like, hey, listen, you guys are going to go to the beach. You've got a half hour drive ahead of you. We have a 10 minute ride downtown. Do you care if we go downtown, go meet Craig and then meet up with you later? She says, do your thing. We say amazing. And we split ways from the group. We go downtown. We stand in line. We buy a few things. They have drinks there while we're waiting. And then we got to meet Craig, and we got to hug him, we got to chat with him. He was the most delightful person. He was so cute in person. We were like, we love Paige. How is she? What's she doing? I was like, hey, also, my boyfriend loves Southern Charm. Can you make me a video? He's like, yeah, give me your phone. I'm going to hold it down low. Hopefully no one will really see it, so other people don't ask too. Made a very personalized cameo for free to call out Grant and say that they should get a drink sometime. And then I wanted him to end it with, fuck you, Grant. It was delightful. We asked him for some bar recommendations. We felt like, and maybe it's just because we were in like a haze being super pumped about meeting Craig in the wild. But we thought he spent a lot of time with us. He was very sweet. He was very nice. Like I said, cuter in person. Sometimes people don't translate. I think I told him that. 
uh Aaron my cousin-in-law was so cute she was like you're gonna have to do all the talking I was like great I've been born for this talking is my strong suit we have some amazing fantastic photos we posted it on Instagram and then Aaron said something to the caption of we love you but we love Paige more and then even more so my day was made when Paige DeSorbo sent three hearts responding to it and I am what have met Craig who is dating Paige and she commented like Paige and I are basically best friends shout out giggly squad which I also am naturally obsessed with if we haven't talked about it many times before so we do our own thing we meet Craig it's the best moment of our lives we go get a drink we meet up with the group again it's Mexican night we go out we come back have a chill face masks more games Everyone had to get up early for the airport, half the group anyway. They go off in the morning. We hang out. We don't have later flights. We go to brunch. We get coffee. And then we spend five hours at the airport doing what else? Drinking. I mean, I'm the only one drinking really, but it's fine. I was like, what else am I going to do? The airport is very small in Charleston. It kind of reminded me of a Des Moines vibe. Maybe one more set of gates, but one restaurant per area. So... Not the most hopping place, but we did have a good time just chatting and catching up. And then I got home at like 1130 that night. All of my flights and my most recent, like all my trips have been very late, which kind of sounds terrible, but has actually kind of worked out. So all my flights have been on time. I think I hit my bad stride in May when we got that New York City cancellation for two days late. And that was Charleston. Um, it was so much fun. I feel like I never get to hang out with my cousins. Half of them don't live here at all. We all got to have just some girl time, catch up time. You know, when we all lived together and before everyone was married, never had kids, we could hang out more and more. And we have the bridal shower at the end of August. And then two weeks, three weeks later is the wedding. So lots of things are happening. But that was my weekend in Charleston. I would a thousand percent go back to Charleston. So many things I feel like we saw or restaurants that we wanted to do or eat, whatever. Uh, I'm just ready to go back. It was hot as I was told it would be, but I was very happy with my outfits, which is my priority always. But 10 of 10 would recommend Charleston for a bachelorette party. And I've got to go back immediately to try all the food. Okay, it is time for unsolicited recommendation of the week. Um, I don't have a lot going on because, as I've said, a girl has been busy. But season two of F-Boy Island, if you are not caught up, it is completely out now. I only have two episodes left of this season. I love F-Boy Island. I think I'm when it came out, I was just like so done with Bachelor, Bachelorette, which I am still watching Bachelorette but I don't give a shit about any of these men. They just announced that Bachelor in Paradise is back in September. Probably will watch that. And like I said, I'm still watching Bachelorette. Not wholeheartedly into it, but F-Boy Island season two. This time the winner does not have to give their money back to charity if an F-Boy wins. It's on HBO Max. What else have I been watching? I feel like everything I've been doing has just been, well, I haven't been home. So all I've been doing is watching F-Boy Island. 
I am told that I really need to watch the Woodstock 99 documentary on Netflix. I want to watch the Victoria's Secret documentary on Netflix. I want to watch the other Netflix with the girl in the picture about the girl who's gone missing. So many things, so little time. Also, uh, the State Fair starts tomorrow, today, whatever day this episode comes out, Thursday. It's the first day of the State Fair, my absolute favorite time of year. Uh, I'm going much less than normal this year because of concerts, other things that are happening. But I am so excited because you know I love it. I have a whole episode dedicated to it last year. But expect lots of content there. I did jokingly tell Adrian that I was going to download, download TikTok just to document state fair things and all the new foods that I plan on eating. So... What was the point of this? Uh, if you have not and you're into musicals, bringing this full circle, go watch State Fair the Musical, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Uh, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. Get your musical fix. Get your hint of what the State Fair is like. And if you need your reality trash, FBI Island Season 2. Okay, that is going to do it this week. Uh, thank you, as usual, for listening along, playing along, putting up with my unintentional unplanned hiatuses i hope you're having a great week please don't forget to rate review subscribe follow along on instagram at whatever laura wants follow me on instagram at minor la please let me know if you try vabbing please let me know if you have any success stories have a good week i will see you guys hopefully maybe next tuesday Oh, 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 oh,